Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hi, I'm Debbie. And I'm Allison. And we're... The Polter Gals. Hi, I'm Allison. And I'm Debbie. And we're the Poultry Gals. So as you could tell, things look slightly different. I was so slightly. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. So we're actually recording right here where Debbie technically works. <laughs> My job or something. Crazy. Yeah. So she's a big fancy title. <laughs> General manager of Cultivate <laughs> 712. Oh my god. And we're coming to you live from the Undercroft Social Club. Ooh. We thought it would match the vibes of today's episode. Yes. So this one is going to be Bobby Mackey's in Wilder, Kentucky. Ooh. So this is going to be a That's good so spooky. one. Yeah. yeah. But wait, before we start, I have oh, a no. gift for you, Allison. <gasps> So, um, we always joke that all you wear is Baylor shirts. So, I got you an outfit. Oh, no. I got you a little beanie. Please show it off for the audience. A beanie. Just error. error. <laughs> I figured Just that like works with all your editing. Yeah. Yes. And then I got you this beautiful shirt. Can you can you read it for our audience? Oh, me reading? Society is a serious harm to your mental health. <laughs> I yeah, mean, that's what it says. It says society is a serious harm to your mental health. Yes. There you go. These Correct. are for you yes. to wear for the next episode of yes. The Poultry Gals. Oh, no. My air. No. Put your hat on. Air. <laughs> fell. Error. I'm going to put this right here. And then I'll put the beanie on. Yeah. Because air. Error. Does it fit? Yep. Okay, perfect. Gotta be all cute now? Yeah, now you're cute. There we go. Okay, well. With my multi-hat. Now you're wearing your multi-hat, <laughs> and I got the presents out of the way. It's time to start the episode. Oh, okay. So this was promoted in popular culture as the most haunted club in America. Ooh, you love us a haunted club. Hence, in the club right now. <laughs> The, oh. the social club. <laughs> Undercroft social it's club. A club. Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> so, Mackie, who obviously, mm-hmm. Bobby Mackie. Bobby Mackie. Mackie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's named after. Claims the site was originally used as a slaughterhouse in Ooh. the early 19th century, but was later torn down for construction of a roadhouse that took on various names, such as the Brisbane? The Brisbane. Brisbane? Brisbane? I think yeah, so, I maybe. Know. I don't know. Until he purchased purchased it in 1978. Wow. Various urban legends and modern folklore claim that the site features a gateway to hell. Ooh. And is haunted by spirits, including Pearl Bryan, okay. whose corpse was found in a field 
two and a half miles from the site in Fort Thomas, Kentucky. Oh my gosh! Okay. Yeah. So they were just like, mm, we found a body a couple miles away. It's definitely at this location that's haunted, though. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. That's so, what uh, words. There's that. I mean, who doesn't want to drink after death, right? Yum. Tasty. Yum. Sipping on murder. That's not what the bloody happy hour girls say. <laughs> Sipping on some murder. Mm-hmm. Yep. Taking. Taking great uh, afters. <laughs> T- taking in the footsteps of our number one. Our number one. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, BHH. <laughs> that wasn't for them. We want to have ours. I know. <laughs> so other legends claim that Brian's murders were Satanists Ooh. who cursed the location and vowed to haunt everyone involved in prosecuting prosecuting the case. Hmm. There's also a legend that claims a pregnant dancer named Joanna committed suicide with poison in the 1940s. After her father murdered her lover, Robert Randall. <gasps> Robert Randall, your husband? Um, my husband's name Randall, and it's just conveniently spelled <laughs> the same name oh, okay. way, but you know. But not the same at all. No. Oh, okay. He's Ro- he's uh, Randall Robles. Oh, not Robert Randall. Yeah. Very different yeah. names. Totally different names. Hey now. I think marks. <laughs> there is an error in this, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so Robert Randall, who was a singer at the net at the club, by hanging him in the dressing room. Oh. Investigations have failed to find public records of any such events, and research into property records, newspapers, and court files has failed to sustain any claims made regarding the history of the location. So it's all fake. Allegedly. Allegedly. This is all allegedly. Hearsay. (laughs) Hearsay. Hearsay. So, we may never know the truth. We may never know the truth. Uh, No connection between Bobby Mackey's and the Pearl Bryan murder has ever been established. According to science writer Sharon A. Hill, the nightclub is often publicized with tales of murders, curses, and hauntings. However... The current circulated legend has obviously enhanced and occurred additional details in the retelling over some 30 plus years. I'll do it. After 30 years, I'm sure uh, there's been Um, some embellishments over the time. Maybe just a little. Maybe just a little bit. Just a little. (laughs) Uh, Hill states that claims of supernatural activity and a portal to hell are completely unsustainable. Wow. So... So maybe there's not actually a portal to hell. Well, um, sadly, according to Ghost Adventures, they said something different. Oh, so Ghost Adventures, you know, we trust Zach Baggins with our whole heart. He, so they actually did two investigations here. Ooh. So Bobby Mackey's was, I think, one of their first episodes. Mm-hmm. And they went back like five to ten years later. Oh, wow. And it said that it, the demon mm-hmm. that was at the gateway threatened if they ever came back that they would hurt if not kill them. That's terrifying. So. I'm not a fan of that. <laughs> no. I don't know exactly. But again, it's said. unsubstantiated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is all alleged. It's all allegedly. So Robert Randall, who is Bobby Mackey, was born... In March of 48, and is a traditional country music singer 
whose career was spanned over 40 years. Mackie opened Bobby Mackie's Music World in September of 78 in Wilder, Kentucky, along the Wicking River, next to the same railroad track that he worked in in his youth. Hmm, that's interesting. That was pretty cool. So he's an old man. Is he still alive? No, I don't believe so. So maybe he now haunts the club. I think I went over that in the history. Oh, okay. Or in the hauntings, okay. but I can't remember. We'll if, talk about it. Yeah. Maybe it's a spoil. <laughs> We're not there yet. <laughs> maybe. Just maybe. So, Bobby Mackey has featured on the network TV series such as Ghost of Hunters, Ghost mm-hmm. Adventures, Most Terrifying Places in America, My Ghost Story, and A Haunting. Wow. USA Today, Zach Baggins of Ghost Adventures. Mm-hmm. Uh, saying Bobby Mackey's is one of the 10 most haunted places in America. Ooh. So, that's Zach Baggins ranks that as within the top 10, which that's is crazy. Yeah. yeah. Now, Zach, again, listen, I don't only trust Zach Baggins with my whole heart. I trust him with my whole ass because my ass is much bigger, <laughs> bigger than, your than heart. my heart. So, if I can trust him with that. That's a whole lot of trust. That's a whole lot of trust. That's a whole lot of trouble. Well, now we know about the history. It's time for a commercial break. And now, a word from our sponsors. Spooky. sponsors spooky (laughs) all right (laughs) we're back and it's time to get into the hauntings so um as allison previously mentioned right before the break um this is rated one of the top 10 most haunted places in all of america um, now I could say that right now we are sitting in one of the ha- most haunted places in America, but <laughs> unsubstantiated. <laughs> we need it's to do some hearsay. more investigation. That's hearsay. We need to do some more investigations on our own. Yes. Um, but anyway, so some still believe that the building's basement holds the gateway or portal to hell itself, a reference to the long abandoned slaughterhouse. Um, so as we said, no one can really say that if like, you know, you can get to hell from there or not, but the basement is super spooky. Is it like a, the upside down? <gasps> maybe. Maybe we're talking Does Stranger it? Things. Stranger Things season four. Are you watching it? If you're not watching it, oh my it, god, you it is it, amazing. You're behind. You're behind. Come on, catch up. But yeah, maybe when you go into the basement, it's like you go into the upside down. What is like? What do they call the little particles things? Do you, do you remember what they called them? The little floaties, they're like, oh, did you see any of the particles? The, I think they just said, like, black dust or something, yeah, like, something that. like that. And I'm like, so maybe when you go down there, we'll have to look for spooky oh. dust. Um, so there are actually stairs near the well in the old slaughterhouse. Um, and they've actually been deemed the stairs that lead to nowhere. Oh, no. Footsteps. Dun, dun, dun. Um, so again, we're actually in a basement right now, so it was really spooky. Like as soon as I said stairs to nowhere, <laughs> you just heard <laughs> footsteps upstairs, which yeah. is kind of terrifying. Um, but to be fair, it's an immersive experience. <laughs> to be fair, 
There are people it's true. there. So <laughs> it's tech, it's not ghosts. We are doing this during daytime hours. <laughs> Daylight, so we know for a fact. I, I know for a fact that it's probably a person. Probably. There's like a, there's like a ninety-two percent chance. Yeah. Like a, a ghost adventures done dudes mm-hmm. with a giant debunk mm-hmm. stamp. That's us right now. But yeah, so the stairs that lead to nowhere. And often, guess what? Phantom footsteps are heard on these stairs. Oh no. Yeah, very spooky. Tell me more. It's my fake wine over here. Sipping home. We gotta do a little cheers. Yeah. Do you guys hear that? <laughs> but yeah. So um, there are some phantom footsteps that are heard on these stairs. Some believe that spirits can't cross flowing water, so the rare northern current of the Licking River may actually be keeping these dark forces trapped inside of the building. The club is right on that river in Kentucky. So one of the reasons they chose it, you know, during development times, being right next to a river was great um, because that means you could have access to running water and trade and it was Mm -hmm. super nice to be there. Um, but as we know, with dark forces, running water is, is an energy source. Yeah. And sometimes their energies can't make it through anything that is um, yeah. running water. It's, it's or... kind of like anything humans do. Like yeah. you need energy in order to do anything to function. Yeah. And with the slaughterhouse well running right to the river, it's like, hmm, wonder why we're getting Speaking some of wells. activity. Um, speaking of wells, we are actually sitting right on top of the Waco Wellspring right now. So as mentioned, we are downstairs. Um, so right under our feet, there's actually a little circle underneath my chair. Um, and that used to go right down to the Wellspring of Waco. So back in the day, this was um, a bakery back in the early 1920s, so about the 1970s. It was called Mrs. Keaton's Bakery. Um, and oh. what they would do with the bakery is they would actually drop their, like, butter and milk and, like, anything that needed refrigerated into a bucket and then drop it down into the wellspring. That's pretty To keep cool. it refrigerated because this was pre-refrigeration, of course. Um, but, yeah, the refrigeration didn't really come along until the 40s and 50s. Um, and that's also, we have a late edition boiler down here that all of the color scheme is based off of. It's a beautiful teal. Um, but, yeah, we're sitting right on top of the wellspring right now. So if we were to do an investigation down here, we might not be able to get any accurate readings. At um, least not with the dowsing rods. No, at least not with dowsing rods. Yeah. Um, and you know what they say about all the energies and everything. Um, but yeah, so back to Kentucky. Um, this Licking River is uh, <laughs> keeping those demons, um, I want to say at bay. But at bay. I was it's not, like, they're not being safe. <laughs> they're not keeping them from doing... Not in a good way. Not in a good way. It's harboring dark... For- <gasps> Harbor? Har- harboring? Because harbor is on water? Oh my gosh. <gasps> harboring dark forces. <laughs> how the English language works. Wow. <laughs> um, anyway, a former caretaker who lived in the apartment upstairs from the club claims to have been demonically possessed by spirits. You heard me right. He actually had an exorcism. His exorcism was actually performed in the club by a minister. Yikes. Yeah. Why? I don't even know. Scary. He's like, yeah, I just live up with this club and I just casually got possessed by a demon. Uh, and then they're like, ooh, you know what would be cool? <laughs> Let's have your exorcism in the club and have a minister come. That sounds amazing. 10 out of 10. Nope. Nope. 
Um, but yeah, so the former caretaker, the one who lived upstairs, um, and then one of the patrons actually claims to have experienced a suffocating heat. Um, they've also seen a flying trash can, a man with a handlebar mustache who just repeats, die game, die game, like D-I-E-G-A-N-E. And um, we actually have a little note here that says it's Latin for dying well or dying good. So, oh no. So this guy is just over there and be like, you're going to die well. Maybe. Like. That would be terrifying. I feel like that is like definitely swings not for dying well. Like, you're going to die well, but I think that's more of a threat. Yeah, I was going to say, die game, die game. Tie game. No thanks. Dun dun dun. Um, thank you, man with the handlebar mustache. <laughs> I will not be coming back to your club anytime soon. <laughs> no thanks. Um, but yeah, and he actually is doing this in the men's restroom. So you're just taking a piss, and a man with a handlebar mustache is telling you to die. <laughs> He's not telling you to. Die. Well, maybe he, I don't know. Listen, um, but yeah, just imagine trying to go to the urinal and like. There's just a man with a handlebar mustache being like, hey, buddy, die game, die game. <laughs> Allison's face right now. Um, but yeah. I'll be enjoying this fake wine. <laughs> um, and then, of course, Bobby's wife actually claims to have been overcome by the scent of roses down in the basement. So again, this is where that portal of hell is. Um, oh, no. She actually said she was grabbed around the waist, picked up, and then thrown down and was pushed down the stairs by a force that resembled sketches of Alonzo's wailing um, while screaming, get out, get out. And now she actually refuses to set foot in the club ever again. His wife will not go back down there. I mean, rightfully so, if you get picked up and thrown, Mm. like... I think think that's that's a cause for not going back. Yeah. And he's like, no, wife, I'm going to invest all of our life savings in this club. And she's like, I'm never going back here. We're getting a divorce now. Okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't know if they actually got divorced. They did. They did get divorced. They did. <laughs> Allison's like, I didn't put it in the history, but they did get divorced. It was a messy battle. Lost Listen, custody of the kids. <laughs> because a lot of it's like, a lot of it has to do with the haunting. So it's like, yeah. it leads more into the haunting. So it fits better. If it's yeah. Debbie's talking we gotta about it. We got to decide on what side it is. Um, but yeah, so his wife hates him because she got, <laughs> she got bullied in the basement by ghosts. <laughs> um, not the nice, you gotta be a nice polter pal. Yeah, guys, stop being Come mean on. ghosts. Um, but yeah, so then, um, Bobby Mackey himself actually claims to not be a believer. So he's like, nah, you're a liar, whatever. I don't actually believe there's ghosts here. Um, but he did write a song entitled Joanna. Which, if you guys remember from the history, was the girl who was murdered. She she's the one that committed suicide. Oh, she yeah, she's suicide. committed because suicide. of her father yeah. murdering somebody. Yeah. Anyway, I'm gonna tell you this story. So um, he wrote a song called Joanna about a young girl who committed suicide in the basement back in the 1950s. So the spirit who calls herself Joanna um, would actually often speak to him. And would leave the scent of roses in her wake. So now the story of his wife smelling the roses and him 
attributing it to Joanna and smelling the scent of roses in her presence. Maybe it's all interconnected. Yikes. Yeah. Um, so the heartbroken Joanna actually died of suicide and is still seen wandering around the club. Patrons have even reported smelling Joanna's signature rose perfume as she walked by. So, yikes. That's pretty... I don't know. Maybe Joanna's just hanging out. She was like, this is a pretty cool club. I think I'm just going to keep chilling here and party until forever. <laughs> yikes. <laughs> yikes, yeah. Um, and then um, Bobby Mackey's friend, whose name is Doug Hensley, actually then wrote a book called Hell's Gate, um, which connects the events of the past with the hauntings of the present. Um, so his friend was like, hey, man, you might not believe in all this ghost stuff, but I'm going to write get, I'm gonna write a whole book about it. I'm going to write this book. Called Hell's Gate. Just, just help me publish it, bro. Yikes. Um, and then there's actually historic, for, uh, historic photos of Pearl Bryan. Um, and Pearl Bryan, of course, is the other one who he said was murdered and his body was found 2.5 yeah. miles away from the club. Um, and they've actually been able to capture pictures of him. And match witnesses' descriptions um, of a headless ghost. So that's a little scary. Um, wait, what is it in Harry Potter? Nearly headless Nick. That's oh, what yeah. I imagine right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so the historic photos of Pro Brian actually match the witnesses' descriptions of this headless ghost who was dressed in about, like, turn-of-the-century clothing. Um, and the photos of Buck Brady also match descriptions, often seen of ghosts. Um, oh. So they've pretty much been able to be like, hmm, suspicious. You sure do look a little bit like this other guy that died. Hmm. Are you an imposter? Are you an imposter? Um, but yeah. And then um, there are a few hot spots in the club. Um, so, of course, areas where more activity is seen and more um, spooky things happen. <laughs> um, and so um, the hot spots in the club include the spotlight room and catwalk over the stage. Of course, the well in the basement, as we mentioned. Oh. Um, the old china room and the platform area near the kitchen. People have also claimed to see ghosts in the big pitted mirror located in the main room. Oh, no. There's a little ghost over Don't look over your shoulder. Because it's us. The, the poltergals. Don't look in the mirror. Don't look over your shoulder. Um, but yeah. And then the club manager still claims that on several occasions, she would actually go through the club and make sure that everything was turned off and closed down for the night. But then guess what? Hours later, she'd find that the bar lights were on and the front doors were unlocked and the jukebox would be a playing. Oh, no. So, parting into the afterlife, um, they actually had the anniversary waltz playing on the jukebox. So, <laughs> how convenient. How convenient. Thank you, ghosts. Um, and even though the jukebox was actually unplugged, it would still play that song. Yikes. No, <laughs> thank you. No, thank you. But yeah. Um, so, I'd be that's like, I'm thing. gonna be waltzing out of here. Waltzing out of here. <laughs> Um, and then one of the other club employees actually says to have seen a tall, dark, and handsome man. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> a tall, dark, and angry man um, oh, actually man. standing behind the bar. Santa um, was a cutie. I know. Is he a cutie? No. <laughs> He's a spooky boy. Um, but yeah, 
dark, very angry man behind the bar being angry, trying to serve some cocktails to some other ghosts. I don't know. He's got to serve the Poulter Pals, man. I know. They got to get some drinks, too. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, and then uh, while most of the ghosts tend to keep to themselves, one patron claimed that he actually was attacked in the restroom by the spirit of a cowboy or a spirit in a cowboy hat. So maybe it was a handlebar mustache man. Maybe he just put on a cowboy hat to assume another identity. No, that was super creepy. (laughs) That's just the toilet seat. (laughs) Anyway, spooky noises again in the basement. Um, But yeah. So, um, he actually was attacked in the restroom by a spirit in a cowboy hat. And then, get this, the customer tried to sue them. The customer tried to sue them for $1,000, then forcing Mackie to put up a sign, then disclosing that the establishment was filled with otherworldly spirits. What a turn of events. Like, (laughs) like... The, I guess he had. I got attacked con- by a ghost, and I'm gonna sue you for your location being haunted. I I can't control that. I'm like, what do you what, want me to do? What is he supposed to do? What is he supposed to do? Like, it's like, hey man, get out of my bar! If you're gonna hurt people, if you're you, gonna hurt people, like, get out of my bar. What well, he can't control? How is he liable for that? How he can't even tell them? Like he can't even see them. Dude. I know. Can we have a? We need to have a lawyer come on the show and like ask us and be like, hey. What are the legal implications if a ghost attacks somebody in your establishment? Like, what if we were down here right now and, like, a ghost, like, pushed me over and I, like, fell down a hole or something? What if I, like, broke my leg? You're going to be falling in the hole. (laughs) Falling down it. No, you're falling in it. It's sealed over with concrete. And and then you're going to be like, boss man. I know. Can I get workers comp if I get uh, harassed by a ghost? Like, that's not how this works. (laughs) No. Um, But, yeah. So, anyway... Um, yeah, this guy freaking tried to sue him for $1,000, and then he had to put up signs being like, just in case, you might be attacked, we're haunted. We got um, some scary ghosties here. Sorry we didn't disclose that ahead of time. We just called the place <laughs> literally Hell's Gate, but it's fine. Literally. It. It's a, no, we're, good. we're just a spooky nightclub. We definitely are not haunted. Yeah, what do you think you're getting yourself into? Like... I feel like when you go to these types of places, you should just expect to be. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> um, but I yeah, um, and then and starting that night, um, management they had to they had to basically show that like management was not responsible for otherworldly damage. <laughs> so they had literally were forced to put up a piece of paper. Yes, a piece of paper in front on a wall and mm-hmm. says. We are haunted, mm-hmm. not responsible not for damages. Not responsible for damages. Um, but yeah, and now with all of that, um, they actually now offer haunted tours. So, oh, how nice. <laughs> yeah, so now how you nice. know and they disclose that it's haunted, you can actually go there for a haunted tour. Um, but remember, you can't sue them that if something happens. <laughs> you know, it must suck to work there, though. Yeah. Because what if. You do get hurt. You can't claim workers' comp at that point. Nope. It's like, oh man, I got thrown across the room and now I have surgery, but I can't sue them. No workers' comp. It's like, 
Do they get paid hazard pay? Do they get paid ghost pay? <laughs> ghost? They get paid, you know, like, uh, they, in Spongebob when they, they had, like, the, the bubble, uh, bubble buddy? And he made, like, bubble money? Is it, like, ghost money? <laughs> they get the, uh... The triple P, the Polter PayPal. Oh, they get the Polter PayPal. They get the Polter PayPal. Um, And don't forget to check out our Polter PayPal and Venmo us here. No, I'm kidding. We don't have a PayPal (laughs) or a Venmo. Um, But what you can do is go on our Patreon. Check us out on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash polterpals. Um, Join us for extra exclusive bonus content. We have like forty-four things up there, or something crazy. A lot. And we got a lot of content, so and more guys, to come. I mean, unless you guys like hate us. I mean, I don't know why you're listening to this if you hate us. But if you like us enough, please hate. support us monetarily. Haters gonna hate, and if y'all want to give us the listen, yeah, do it. <laughs> more to yeah, we're you're just helping us out. More listens, more downloads. So yeah, hey. and please check out our Patreon page because we're actually planning on doing a paranormal university. Yes, um, happening at the Marlin Theater on July thirtieth. So please help us fundraise for it. Tickets are like thirty dollars or something yeah. crazy. So but, support our Patreon so we can pay for tickets so we can yeah. go do these things hey. so that we can have more content for you. Yeah, but so sh- we're doing this for you. Shout out to Sydney Little and mm-hmm. Nick. And I don't know who the other person. The other person, but sh- shout out to Nick and Sydney for doing that. Yeah, we know you guys. Thanks, Sydney. We appreciate you. Love you. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening to today's episode. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed it, and I hope yep. you guys like the new set. I know. I like it. Look at it. I think it. it's, it's so cute. Beautiful. We got a little candles. We got a little drinky drink. We got a little thing. We got a little picture. Um, if you guys are not watching on YouTube, oh, why aren't you watching on YouTube? Um, please know. go and subscribe to our YouTube. We have three subscribers. Hey, but that's three more than what we started off there with. There you go. See, Allison is the optimist over here. Um, <laughs> but yeah, check us out on YouTube. We're on Instagram. Um, if you can't Facebook. find us there, check us out at roguemedianetwork.com. Yep. And follow us everywhere. And make sure to tune in next week on Friday for another episode of The, the Poultry Gals. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to The Poltergals, a Rogue Media Network podcast. This has been a Rogue Media podcast.